Welcome to the Course Wizards Podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get ready to discover the latest tools and tips on how to create, teach, and market your online training course. Now here's your hosts, Amit and Chris. Hey, welcome to Course Wizards. This is Chris and Amit here to show you how you can teach anything online. Amit, how are you doing today? What's up, Chris? Welcome, welcome everyone who is listening. I'm doing good, man. How about you? I've been doing good. We've been locked inside for what seems like, well, at least we've been a couple months now. And I, you know, I'm, I'm an at-home writer anyway, and I know you work at home, but it's a little different because we can't seem to get out anytime <laughs> to do mm-hmm. much of anything. So it still feels a little uh, confining, but, uh, but we're making it through. How, how are you doing through all this? That's right. Yeah. I mean, I, I think uh, I had mentioned this or maybe not my YouTube channel. I was so consistent before COVID hit, right? I was cranking out videos every Tuesday and Thursday on a schedule. And I finally had a good thing going and it all came crashing down on me. But if that's the worst that has happened to me, it's not really that bad. But uh, all of April, I didn't release a single video on my YouTube channel, but now I'm back at it. Well, that's good. Consistency is important in that stuff, isn't it? Oh, yeah. With YouTube, you have to be with anything in life, right? And I think uh, now is the perfect time for anyone out there to jump in and start creating courses because we all have the gift of time right now. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, if if you've got some extra time right now, don't just do puzzles and play video games. Uh, Just get yourself to sit down and outline some courses and record them because it is easier than ever to get these things online, um, as we've been talking about on the show with the different software. In fact, in just a couple episodes, we're going to talk about our favorite course platform and why we love it. You don't want to miss that one. Uh, But today, we are going to talk about a subject that often will run through your mind if you're starting to build your course, and that is... Should you charge for a one-time purchase of your course, or should you put people on subscription pricing? Right? Uh, yeah. and, and what does that mean, Amit, when you when a one-time purchase versus subscription? Yeah, so this this is talked about quite a bit, right? In our online circles, people who are creating courses. Hey, should I just t- do a one-time pay of whatever you're charging, right? Four ninety-seven, hundred and ninety-seven for your course, or should I break it down to like nineteen bucks a month or something yeah. for my courses? So yeah, it's it's definitely a confusing thing. So we will hopefully provide some clarity and give our listeners some food for thought on what way they can go. So what I was thinking, Chris, is we can. Each pick a subject. If you want, I can take one time, you take subscription, and we can kind of just go back and forth with the pros and cons. Sure, let's do that. So why don't you talk us a little uh, bit through uh, one of the pros then for doing a one-time purchase, for offering a one-time purchase to people who want to purchase your course. Yeah, so you get all your money up front, right? In your hand, as soon as someone buys your course, uh, I'm assuming that your course is like, a, we're talking about core product here, which is, between three to six hundred or a thousand range so yeah you're getting all that money up front in your hand that to me is one of the biggest pros yeah it's 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 nice to have that all up front uh, because then if you need the cash or just want to be able to balance your sheets you can do that right away um plus if you if you offer a one-time course uh or one-time yeah one-time payment for a course it's a little bit easier to manage because if someone wants to 
you know, stop their subscription or whatever. You can go ahead and refund it, or you can just cut off their subscription and it's done. There's none of this, you know, well, they've halfway paid through the month and do they have another month coming and all that sort of thing. Now, hopefully if you have a good course platform, um, that will take care of that for you, um, regardless whether you do one time or a subscription. But some, some of us don't. Some of us have uh, are doing this a little more manual. And so it is a lot easier just to offer one time uh, or a one time purchase rather. Yeah. What's your uh, first pro of going sub the subscription model? So, well, it's, so let's talk about money. You talk about getting your money up front. The great thing about a subscription model is that you are guaranteed to have recurring revenue, right? So every single month, you know that, hey, there's going to be money coming in because they haven't finished paying for it or because if they want to keep subscribed to what you've got going, that money's going to keep coming in. And you can kind of see over time as you look at your analytics how much you can expect on a month-by-month -month basis, how much is just going to keep coming in that you can know, you know what, I'm getting, I know that some months it'll be a little higher, some months it'll be lower, but I'll be getting, for instance, a $1,000 a month. And that's great to be able to count on that money because you have a recurring subscription. Right. I, I agree with you there. Uh, the only thing I would say to that is, you know, you if you're trying to replace your income, that's what you have to look at. Yes. One times uh, upfront payment, you don't know when it's going to happen. You just hope that it happens every day. Subscription, like you mentioned, it's dependable. You get it every month. The only thing you have to worry about is churn. How many people are leaving? And then all you have to do is say you have a thousand people in your membership and that's your North Star, right? Yes. I have to have thousand people every month to replace my income. Now you figure out how many people are churning every month. So say 10% of those are leaving every month. Now, instead of getting a thousand new people every month, all you need is 10% of that thousand. Right. You only need to replace the hundred people instead of replacing an entire thousand with a one-time payment. So that's one way to look at it. Yes. Very, very good. So what's another, uh, what's another benefit of a one-time subscription or what I keep saying subscription, a one-time purchase. I would say you don't have to keep updating content or and you don't have to keep creating more content. To me, that's a pro, right? So if you look at some of these Udemy uh, gurus, right, whose names are everywhere, Phil Ebner, Lindsay Marsh, these guys have 30, 40, 50 courses. And Phil Ebner now is doing subscription. He is like the Photoshop guy. He has all these courses around Photoshop and photography. If you just keep creating those satellite individual courses, you can keep selling them and get more revenue in. But you can talk about this on the flip side, which would be if you're creating all this content, then might as well put it in a bundle and subscribe to it. But if you have a one-off course and that's going to be your core product, then you're better off going the one-time payment model. Yeah, that's right. Well, it can, and it can be a bit daunting to feel like you have to keep creating content. But if you decide to offer a subscription, you really have to do something to keep people engaged in that subscription. Otherwise, eventually they're just going to go ahead and say, eh, I'm going to go ahead and stop subscribing to this because there's other things I want to purchase, right? There's always competition out there. So you need to have regular new content available to justify that subscription for the user. Uh, so whether it's more courses or whether it's uh, a community you're building or whether you unlock new 
things in the course. In any way you do it, you want to have something that you're just offering more, more, more so that people think, ah, I don't want to let that go. I'm, it may be only $15 a month, but I do not want to let it go. It, it's it's really going to come down to how much bandwidth you have. If if someone wants to go the subscription route, Chris, this this needs to be like their full-time job because that's <laughs> so another can, pro of a one-time model, right? I yeah. can create a course and I can just set it and forget it and I don't have to deal with support issues. The biggest support issue that's going to happen in a one-time payment is people want refunds, like you said. Yeah. So you don't need to have a community. If it's a one-time course or a one-time payment, uh, you would be expected to keep updating it, but you, you won't be have to be there like in a community, answering questions, doing weekly or monthly group calls, none of that. You just set it, forget it, true passive income. Yeah. On the flip side, though, if you have a subscription course, you, again, want to justify that subscription. So you want to keep your people happy and that you do that by offering continual support, um, getting involved in the social networks that they're involved in, whether you've got a Facebook group or something else, and just keep that community going back and forth because otherwise you could risk you know, losing some people and you do not want to do that. Yeah, and some of the examples of good communities, right? If you want to go the subscription route, look at people who are already doing it. Uh, the first person that comes to my mind is James Shramko. He talks about Own the Race Course, I think, is his community. And um, he's always active in there. He has actually built a custom app that he uses. Uh, he has the money to do it, but we can leverage New Zender or Mighty Networks or whatever social platform you want to use, Slack, Discord, there are so many. But just look at the other people who are doing it, get some pointers from them, and then figure out how you want to build your community. That's right. And I suppose we should speak a little bit to pricing here. Generally, what you would do is for a one-time purchase, the price might be a little higher because you're only going to get paid once for a subscription. You want to entice people to sign up for that subscription. So it might be lower, but they would pay monthly or yearly, something like that. So for an example, here's on my website, I've got a, a course on how to write children's books. I sell that for something like $27. But if you pay $47, you can get a year subscription to all of my courses. And I find that generally people will be willing to spend the extra $20 that first year, but then most people will keep the subscription because as long as I keep having new courses come out, they don't want to let it go. So over the long run, I make more money, uh, but the price has to be you know, you usually lower. So, so when I say lower, I mean like that $27 for that one course, that's one time, mm -hmm. but the subscription is really equates out to just a few dollars a month. Um, and, but it's over multiple years. So let me ask you this. Are there any courses currently, and I'll answer this after you answer me, <laughs> that you are paying monthly membership for not SaaS products, just courses or communities that you want access and you're paying monthly for it. Yeah, so there's um, there's a couple that I do. Uh, both are related to writing because I do a lot of writing. One is, uh, there's one uh, that I really like that's on a plotting system that a woman has developed and I really like her videos and it just kind of keeps me up to date with the latest and greatest. But I'm willing 
to pay that is a $12 a month subscription because she constantly has new material coming out and she does chats and she does new videos and all that sort of thing. And as long as I want access to that, I've got to pay. And it's an easy, easy, easy to cancel, but I just find myself going, ah, $12 a month, I might as well pay, right? So absolutely, I do I do that. But I've also done a lot of one-off purchases too. Right. And uh, I do the same. I am part of this group uh, called Battalion Members. And mm -hmm. it's actually uh, this guy's last name. That was a cool play on his last name. His la last name is Batal, B-A-T-A-L. First name, Daniel. He's a YouTuber and he does like Filmora videos. And I use Filmora to edit my videos. Yes. So he started a subscription, which is five bucks a month. And for five bucks a month, if I can get access to him, and tap into his brain and he also does like youtube content audit your channel audit that's a lot more expensive but he has seventy-five thousand subscribers so he knows a thing or two about how to rank on youtube yes. so i am in his community you said something which i want to touch on real quick is you said that this girl that you are uh, in her group 12 bucks a month she keeps cranking out content so i don't want our listeners to think that you have to have hundreds and thousands of videos in order to justify a subscription, the subscription oh, no. can be justified by giving access to you and yes. your expertise. And you can be a curator of content. You don't have to create content. You can always curate content because your audiences might not know where to go to understand that content. So think of it that way. Don't think that you have to have like a lot of content you just have to provide something that they keep coming back for well and you said something key when you were talking about that course that you subscribe to you said five dollars a month is well worth it for access to that mm -hmm. teacher and a lot of people that's exactly how they're going to look at your course whoever you are they're going to say you know what for five dollars a month to know that i can message this person anytime and get a response back it is well worth it. And so don't be afraid to charge on a monthly basis or on a uh, yearly basis for what you do because people will find the benefit in it. And you can always do a hybrid approach, right, Chris? You can do a one-time payment and still charge a monthly subscription to continue their access. So the one-time payment will give them access to that core product of yours. Yes. And then on top of that, you can say, okay, here's $200 you paid me. You get access to the course. Now, on top of this, if you pay me 10 bucks a month, you get also get access to these million other things that otherwise you will miss out on. That's right. That's right. Good, good word. Good word. And with that, Amit, you know what time it is. I sure do. It's time to find out what we're digging. What are you digging this week, Amit? This week, I am digging Notion.so. Notion.so. What is that? It's a free tool. It's kind of like Trello on steroids. So it's a database tool, which basically it's really hard to explain, but you can do like wiki pages in here. You can embed stuff in here. You can create tables. Each table row becomes its own database and you can continue to create like an infinite loop of that database within a database. Um, we'll upload some links and screenshots on what the, my Notion table looks like. But I'm using uh, one board, or they call it workspaces. I'm using one workspace to manage my YouTube channel. I'm using one workspace to manage my trips uh, for 2019, 2020, and so on. I'm, I've created one workspace for my kids. It's called Kids. Tw uh, and then within that Kids, I have 2020, 
which is the year. And then under 2020, I have both my kids' name. And then under each name, I can keep going down deeper and putting content about them, like photos, videos, whatever I need to put. Very interesting. So really, you know, you're saying it's like Trello on steroids, but isn't Notion also a bit like Evernote on steroids too? Like you can use it for the functions of Trello or Evernote or even some other programs all in one. Isn't that right? Yeah, it replaces a lot of programs. So Trello, think about if Trello, Airtable, and Evernote all made babies, (laughs) that Notion (laughs) would be the outcome of that. Notion would be the name of the baby. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, with that, we are going to uh, thank you for listening to Course Wizards today. And if you would, if you've liked Course Wizards, please go on your favorite podcasting platform and leave us a positive review. Let other people know that we exist because that's what uh, helps us get the word out. And uh, we look forward to talking to you again here in just a few days. And uh, this is Amit and Chris signing off. Take care, everyone. Keep creating. That's right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Course Wizards podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get a free PDF of their favorite online training resources, as well as notes from this podcast at coursewizards.com.